from Silicon Valley, California. This is Fresh Dialogues. This week on Fresh Dialogues, we talk to Elise Zoli, a partner with Goodwin Proctor who specializes in renewable energy. She also lectures at MIT's Sloan School of Management on clean tech and climate change. Elise talks about why she wants to redefine energy storage to make it sexy. We join the conversation as we discuss hot areas in clean tech, energy storage and innovative nuclear power. The interview was recorded at Fountain Blue's Clean Green Transportation Forum on July 6th, 2009. Can you talk about what areas are most exciting to you in the general sphere? I'm going to talk about two areas that I think are important, and one is the great overlooked area, which is energy storage, and it's not sexy. And in fact, I have a new name for it. I refuse to call it energy storage. I call it dispatchable renewable power because energy storage sounds like, uh, you know, something you don't want to talk about, something that belongs in the closet. But <laughs> the idea is to enable um, renewables, particularly solar and wind, to have a greater chunk of the American demand through integrated storage, which gives them more viability and flattens out the intermittency issues that they otherwise have. And I think that most folks who are energy experts, far more expert than I am, would say that but for integrated storage, we're going to have trouble achieving the goals that we want to achieve for renewable penetration. And are there particular startups that you're looking at that are doing what's needed Oh, yes, there are any number of them, and it wouldn't be fair of me to talk about my clients because I represent them. But I think that what we can say is that you look, if you look at the Energy Storage Association or Senator Ron Wyden's work in this space, that you'll see how much intellectual capital is actually invested in transforming renewable power to dispatchable renewable power, and that it will be very exciting to see. And we heard it tonight on the panel in terms of batteries. Batteries not only to advance hybrid electric vehicle integration, but also to be used for grid stability, to be used as distributed generation so that people could have batteries at home that are actually providing power to the grid, not only being used to be able to power vehicles. So I think there are great innovations coming, and it's going to be really fun to watch the evolution there. Great. And what other sector are you excited about? I'm really excited about innovative nuclear. I think that it's not, you know, the N-word is a difficult um, in the context of renewables because people will say, well, nuclear is not renewables. But I think most experts who look at climate change and where we need to go in terms of energy security are believe that there is a significant role to be played for nuclear, um, for nuclear to play and also that there are innovative technologies which are fundamentally different from the historic technologies and that provide the level of innovation that we've come to expect in the renewable sector, in the nuclear sector. And one of the technologies that I really like is the traveling wave reactor. And I must disclose that I represent um, the folks at TerraPower, but I just think that it's one of those technologies that that holds tremendous problems promise in terms of its ability to be able to uh, burn depleted uranium and spent fuel and to address proliferation risk issues. So I'm very proud to be associated with them and I'm very excited to see that technology evolve. But what about the issue of waste? 
So the idea for these technologies is not only that they will address the waste issue in their consumption profile, but for the traveling wave reactor, they actually consume waste as fuel. And so the hope is that, and the promise of the technology, is that they will take waste that has been created already and be able to reduce it through their operating profile. So you're saying there's no externalities then? No. No, every technology has its externalities. Wind turbines have externalities. Um, And, in fact, solar technology has externalities. I think the question is, and I'm going to quote, uh, the Binghamton Bill, a favorable balance of environmental impacts. And uh, so I think the idea is, on balance, does it advance energy security? Does it advance our climate change goals? And does it produce jobs and return innovation to America in a reasonable way? And if you look across those, that spectrum of issues and you say, yes, there's a favorable balance there, then I think that the technology deserves to be considered. But will there be no radioactive issue about where to put the waste? Several of the new technologies are designed to be um, to produce a waste that is either different in kind or that is managed differently and in a way that's more effective. So I don't think that you can say there will be zero waste. I don't think that's possible, but or at least it's not possible right now. But the idea is that the management of the waste will allow it to be much more favorable um, than existing technology. And so, for instance, I think for some technologies, the notion is that you'll have a single load reactor and that the material will be managed in place as opposed to having a long-term waste repository. And then, of course, if it's burning an existing waste, well, then you've now reduced the total uh, waste material that's available, so there's a net benefit in terms of a net reduction in total waste generation. Wonderful. Elise, it's been a great pleasure talking with you for Fresh Dialogues. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Fresh Dialogues. This is Alison Van Diggelen. For more lively interviews with many more leaders, go to freshdialogues.com. With special thanks to Carol Pecora for technical support and Kevin McLeod, who wrote and produced our music. 